never wanted to work for anyone else. I never wanted to be under anyone else's umbrella. I had to throw myself in the deep end and I had to be okay with being super uncomfortable and kind of learning everything that I could. What do I do? Like now in this position, what do I do? I need I need help. I don't I don't really know how I'm going to grow and how I'm going to make the most out of this now that I'm here. Welcome back to another episode of Keys to the Queendom. I am Tamara Maya and with the help of my incredible guests, I'm on a mission to lift the curtains on all the secret tips, tools and strategies I wish I had known while building my first business. So if you are ready to unlock your full potential, Welcome to the Queendom. And we are here with Keys to the Queendom. I'm here with my incredible superstar client, Steph, who's going to be taking us through her journey with alignment as fuck. Let's be real. (laughs) And everything you've traversed. How are you, gorgeous girl? Yeah, I'm really good. Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh, but like... It's so true. We've had some incredible shifts over the last week alone, but this has been going on since we started working together. So it's just actually incredible to think about like where I was and where I am now. So I'm good. I'm ready. I'm excited. (laughs) Now tell everyone what you do for a living, my love. And yeah, when you also felt misalignment in your career. Oh, that's a good question. So I'm an online coach and sports nutritionist. So that's what I do for a living. And I absolutely love it. Um, I started out typically as most coaches do in the face-to-face space. So um, became qualified Cert 4, then was doing, you know, just face-to-face PTs, working with group fitness um, and actually managed some boutique studios in Sydney, which was really it was a good time and I learned a lot. Um, but if I'm really honest with you, from the second that I was finishing my course, I knew I wanted to work for myself. That was always the goal. It was always the plan. Um, I never wanted to work for anyone else. I never wanted to be under anyone else's umbrella. And I really, it just never satisfied me, the thought of being on someone else's time. So the misalignment definitely started pretty much as soon as I got out of my course because, you know, you have to gain experience somewhere and I appreciate all the experience that I did gain, but I was really unhappy when I probably was about six months or maybe eight months even into working for a group fitness studio because whilst I loved what I did, I love helping people and I absolutely love the idea of, you know, pushing people to be their best. I didn't love what happened once the classes were finished. (laughs) You know, when you are, I guess, responding to a higher person, like a boss and having set hours. And I just really felt that I, I didn't have an opportunity to live the way that I wanted to live. Um, and also for coaches, especially coaches in the face-to-face space, you know, it's so normal for you to be doing split shifts as well so like Mm -hmm. I was living out in like northwestern Sydney traveling an hour in by train to the city to work doing my morning shift having a gap in the middle of the day where I would like go train and then have lunch and sit around do the afternoon shift (laughs) 
get the train home, get home at like 9 p.m. And then I'd have to be up at four o'clock the next morning to do it all again. And I, I burnt myself out, but I kept doing it because I thought that that was the way. So whilst I was really embedded in like wanting to learn everything I could so I could eventually be on my own, I always felt like I was never in the right place. Yeah. Wow, Steph. You know, as well as that, what is your age for those uh, listening? <laughs> I'm 23. It's amazing to hear someone at the age of 23 to traverse through, you know, such big realizations in life and also just like the hunger you had to succeed and to also work for yourself. What do you feel like you had to give to step into the version you are now? Oh, literally everything. <laughs> I had to give everything. And as I said, that was always the goal. And I didn't know, looking back on it, I didn't know how I was going to do it. I didn't know how I was going to get there, but I knew that I had to throw myself in the deep end and I had to be okay with being super uncomfortable and kind of learning everything that I could so that I could get to the place where I felt confident enough to step out on my own. You know, like I ended up actually managing a studio and I was the actual manager of that studio for nearly 12 months um, after working for a different group fitness like place. And, and that was always part of the plan or part of what I might have manifested is I was like, I need to get from here to here to here, like building blocks, like steps so that I could then feel that I was ready to then go to that next step. Because as I said, it's important to not jump straight in if you need the experience. Mm. Um, but yeah, I had to literally just throw myself in and know that it was all for something. So even the days that were hard and I was on like four hours sleep and, you know, I wouldn't recommend that to people, <laughs> but sometimes you've just got to do what you have to do to get to where you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember when you and I began in Queendom, it was basically made a way out of no way. So explain more about your mindset around that now, because that's been a big thing for you too. Yeah, that was huge. I was so uncomfortable. I was so uncomfortable. I um have never really, like in the past, I'd never been good with money or that mm. was what I was telling myself. And I didn't have a lot of money and whilst I was making a lot, I was also spending a lot and I was very good at that. So, you know, I had at the time just moved to Perth with my partner and it was a really weird phase because I had already started working for myself. So I was a full-time PT working for myself. I had my own like little setup um, and I was booked out. I was running 50 PT sessions a week. Like it was it was ridiculous. Um, and again, whilst I was loving the fact that I was working for myself, that's when the shift happened of realizing that I still wasn't happy because I was still in that place of burning myself out, doing too much, being on the floor and not having that lifestyle that I wanted. So in the move to Perth, it was the opportunity that kind of came to me of moving online because I knew by this point, I'd had so much experience. I'd had so much, so much knowledge behind me and so much that I could give to people. And I knew, and I was confident that I'd done the work to be able to, I guess, almost um, be able to go online because I don't believe that just anyone should go online. I do believe you need the experience. 
But the the move to Perth was where I was kind of forced to go online, which was something I was always telling myself I was then going to do, right? I'd been working for myself for 12 months at this point. I'd had all the experience. I knew I could do it, but I never actually took the leap of faith. So Mm -hmm. when my partner and I decided to move to Perth, we went, well, this is the step for me because I don't have a choice now, which was the biggest blessing. Um, But then I moved to Perth. I've moved most of my clients online. So I already had like a little community, which was fantastic. And I think I started with about, I want to say maybe 15 or 20 clients, um, which were the the ones that were face-to-face and did move online with me, which was awesome. But then I got to Perth and I'm like, now what? Like, what do I do? How do I do this? Because face-to-face, it's really easy to understand how to structure your business, how it all works, how to grow. And when you're online, it's like a whole different ball game. So I didn't have a lot of money. I had none. We just made a massive move to Perth. I'm sitting in my new house by myself. I didn't know anyone in the area. Um, I had family there, but they were fly in, fly out. So they, I never saw them. My partner was at work and I'm sitting there and I'm like, what do I do? Like mm-hmm. now in this position, what do I do? I need, I need help. I don't, I don't really know how I'm going to grow and how I'm going to make the most out of this now that I'm here. And then it just so happened, not random because, you know, everything happens for a reason, but um, I saw your masterclass and I'm like, okay, that's my ticket. And I actually never knew what you really did after you transitioned out of the fitness industry. <laughs> yeah. so I jumped in the masterclass just expecting to learn some things. And then before I knew it, I was like, I have no money. I have no way of making this investment of joining Queendom, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. And your story inspired me to do it. And it's the best thing I've ever done. Like I never, ever expected to be where I am now. And thank you, my love. That's so sweet of you to share. <laughs> and I, I have to be honest with everyone listening right now. You know, Steph is one of a kind, one of a kind. 23, comes into my container. Um, you give her something to do and she'll do it. And there were a few things, and this is great advice for anyone listening who is a young PT wanting to transition into the online space. What were the three things that made you feel uncomfortable that you had to change within the the business straight away when we began? I can already think of them, but I'm going to get you to (laughs) share this. The first one, which was the most uncomfortable and actually took me a while to believe in, was a price increase. That was huge for me. I had to increase my prices. Not had to. I chose to because I knew I was worth more. I knew that I could give more and I knew that where I needed to be, I needed to attract the right type of clients. So that was the first thing. And that was really difficult for me, really difficult. It took me a while to even believe and trust my own prices. Um, Secondly, it was, you know, for me just being comfortable or not being comfortable, but being uncomfortable and okay with the fact that I was going to have to put myself out there a lot more. You know, I was already, I have to admit, like I'm a pretty open person. I'm not shy. I don't mind getting on social media. And I do feel that I've always kind of shown up in that space. But just knowing how to do that more and better, um, that was the other thing for me because obviously your brand is so important. 
So mm. learning how to actually navigate that was a little bit uncomfortable just because I was still really unsure. They were the big two. Is there something that you can remember that I can't? <laughs> what I what just came up for me was your uns, your your certainty. Oh, yeah, none. Nothing. I had none. Yeah. Yeah. And I still navigate that, but it's so much better than it used to be. But I also want everyone to really listen to this. What Steph did in the moment of feeling uncomfortable and doing something new and being very aware that she had to do all those things, she still did it. And in time through repetition and consistency, she started to believe in herself. The certainty became apparent. She knew her worth when it came to pricing her sales call went through the roof and now you're nearly at 20k a month, right, babe? Yeah, yeah. So nearly there, which um, is insane because we, this is all, this happened in August. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it, it did. I transitioned online at the beginning of August and I started with you in September. We're now yeah. in, Fe- we, it's the first of Feb today. So five months. Yeah, Wow. And if you can see the look on my face right now, that's me just kind of sinking into this because one thing with Tam that she always tells me is to celebrate my wins, but I'm very harsh and I don't do that. So thinking back on it right now, I'm kind of shocked because I didn't expect to be where I am. Yeah. And that's the thing that I believe is so important for anyone listening as a coach. You know, we, we, we traverse and make such huge changes and we don't really reflect and go, oh my God, I actually did that. We kind of go on to the next thing, on to the next thing. Let's make that next revenue goal. Let's get more clients in. But what Steph has actually been really aware and doing a lot more now is actually being proud of her success. And, you know, one of the things I want you guys to also remember that Steph, through everything she has done now, there were moments where she was like, is this right? So Steph, when you're giving advice to other PTs, online coaches out there where they're going through the trenches, which is basically kind of like what it felt like, right? Yeah. You know, how did you know, how did you know this was the right decision and you just kept persevering? Well, first of all, I guess it comes back to the fact that I always knew what I wanted. Mm. So being so clear on what it is that you actually want and even whilst I wasn't always 100% sure how to get there or what the right move was, I was always so certain with what I wanted. And that had never actually changed. Like just to kind of break it down for you, when I joined the PT course, wanting to be in the fitness industry, it was, I want to help and inspire other people. I want to live a life that's on my terms. I want freedom to travel the world and do what I want to do, but whilst allowing other people to do the same. That was always the goal. So I think first of all, like just knowing what your goal is and knowing that regardless of whether you think you can or can't, you're right. But also knowing that you don't have to know the next step. I think it's, you know, one thing that I I really do or have struggled with in the past and still do question sometimes is what am I going to do next? Or is this the right path or where am I supposed to go? But I have learned, especially over the last six months and especially working alongside you, that it's okay to not always know what's coming or where you're going. And just Mm. knowing that if you have a vision and you know and you're so set on what your goal is, you just have to always know that you will get there as long as you don't give up on it. So that's the first thing. 
Um, and I think if you're not really a hundred percent set on what your goal is, you can then get thrown about a little bit, but outside of that, you know, actually knowing that you don't have to do it on your own as well. That was huge for me. I was always looking for how am I going to do this? How am I going to make it work? But like I can hand on heart say I would not be where I am without you. But I also have to give myself credit for that because I'm the one who chose to get the help where I needed it. And, you know, that that is the biggest thing as well. I do see a lot of coaches thinking they have to do it on their own. And sometimes you work in a team and you find you'll get to your destination a lot quicker. They're the biggest things. Hey guys, real quick. Have you ever been stressed out or stuck on a problem you just can't seem to figure out and then a friend or a mentor comes along with like a fresh perspective and shows you a solution that completely changes the game for you? I'm smiling right now as I say this because I know I've had a ton of these moments while building my businesses and remembering back to all the people I have been helped by, which gets me so excited. So I want to pass on the information here and give you guys a favor to build this Queendom community. You know, whatever platform you are listening on, I encourage you to hit that subscribe button and tune in every Wednesday because you just never know when you will hear that special something that completely changes the game for you. And when it happens, make sure you leave behind five stars so we know our efforts are making an impact. I love you guys. Let's get back into it. So when you hit the 10, that was when you decided to outsource everything. So give us more about your... Yeah. Yes. Speaking of teams. Yes. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I hit a $10,000 month and I knew that things were just going to keep going. So... I hired a virtual assistant. I actually have two. And with the virtual assistants, they help me in the back end of my business to do a lot of those tasks that, first of all, maybe I'm not so good at because when you become a coach, you know, you have to learn how to run a business and you don't necessarily have those skills. So, you know, again, when it comes back to doing it on your own, you can actually outsource those tasks to people that have better understanding and actually have the qualifications in those areas, you know, things like managing your back end um, of your books and your payments and contacting clients. And, you know, when I say contacting clients, you're obviously still coaching them, but reaching out to them over things like failed and missed payments, um, social media, marketing emails, like just those, those 1% of things that you may think don't actually matter, but they do because it adds to your exposure. So then I did work out that once I could have a team around me of people, not only did it take the pressure off me and allowed me to do my job better, but it allowed me to continue to grow because I wasn't burning out. And I knew that I was giving my best at what I could do, but I couldn't do everything. Yeah. And that's another big part to what we're going to be discussing now with everyone listening is Steph's been really in tune with her intuition and following with well, following your gut. So everything you've worked through up until now has been based on your intuition. And where did you find that became more apparent as of late? <laughs> as of late, I I definitely think, first of all, the work that we've been doing just to become more aware of myself, my emotions and what my body's telling me, that was huge. And I think if I wasn't 
open to doing the internal work, I would not be where I am because how can you be so sure of yourself and sure of what your soul is telling you and what your heart and your mind are telling you if you're not actually developing the skills to listen to them. So I've always been kind of, I want to say I've always been a very open person, open to learning, open to trying new things. And I've always known and believed truly that everything happens for a reason and that, you know, life is happening for you, not to you. And that there are, you know, things that some people may consider, you know, a God or, you know, the universe or whatever your belief is. And there's no wrong or right, but I do believe that there is something else out there that we have to get in tune with. So I've always been very open because of that sort of thing. And then it wasn't until I actually started doing the internal work that I realized so much more about not even just who I am, but what I can bring to the table. And it allowed me to be able to learn how to navigate what I really want and navigate decisions because I actually know, I already know what the answer is to things, but I just hadn't developed the skills on how to listen to what that was. So the internal work that you and I do is huge because like whilst you may think that Tam's a business coach when she is, and she's a great one, she's really, really well versed in how to bring it back to your core, your body and what is right for you. And you have to know inside because you already know the answer regardless of whether you think you do or not. So that was massive. And then just being open to knowing that if I continued that work that I could start to become more in tune with myself, it allowed me to, as you always say, sink into your body um, rather than worrying about your mind because whilst your mind is so logical and it's there to protect you, sometimes it's so logical that it actually takes away from what feelings you get when you make certain decisions. Mm. So now that I am so big on how things make me feel, it allows me to guide myself to the right place all the time, knowing that I'm doing everything for a reason and I know that that is the right decision for me. I've never been so clear on things as, you know, there's been a massive shift over the last week, especially. And right now, you know, I'm in honestly the happiest place I've been in a very long time. I really am. And I don't know if you can feel that, but, um, yeah. yeah, it's it's been a, it's been a ride. It's been a journey <laughs> to get to where I am now. And you know what? Again, with anyone listening right now, it's being able to really sink into the feeling over the thought. And what Steph really traversed over was, you know, using fear as a compass, but really focusing on the feeling of her desires. And so now, whenever it comes to our one on one calls, which I absolutely love. Every time as a coach, I'm here to give advice and mentor my clients, but I always want my clients to also trust their intuition because I have a big belief that coaches out there right now tell clients what the right answer is. But no, in fact, the good coach would give the client the opportunity to learn how to sink into their own intuition and being able to know the difference between fear and desire. And that's what Steph has been doing so incredibly well at and why she's where she's at right now, because every decision is based on her desires, even if it doesn't make sense. Yeah, right? literally, even if it doesn't make sense, that's huge. 
she literally messaged me. She's like, I'm going to Sydney. It's what I desired to do. I'm like, yeah. She's yeah. like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, great. I love this. <laughs> yeah. I literally, uh, for anyone who wants a kick out of this, mm. I literally packed a suitcase and I went to Sydney. Here I am. Been here for three days. And I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where I'm going. I'm not sure. But I know <laughs> that I'm going places. Like physically, just that's that's where I'm at. I'm at that freedom of I'm just going to go and do what feels right in each moment and I don't have a plan. But I know what I desire and I know what I'm here to do and I know what my priorities are. So obviously my business is one of those. So regardless of where I am, I'll make sure that that stays a priority. Mm. Um but once you can get to that place, it's so liberating. It's so liberating. Like you would you would know, you know, you're about to go and do these events in the Gold Coast and yeah. all around Australia. Like being able to just go and do things and still impact people's lives in a positive way but live in your own freedom, like that's huge. And it's something that a lot of people miss out on, I believe. And, again, back to what's – Steph has traversed every time she makes a decision it is to focus on the values that she's living by each and every day and a lot of coaches that do begin their online business you know it's going back to those values you know whether it's wealth money freedom actually having like happiness and creativity and Steph will always ask herself is this aligned with my values and her number one is happiness and the second one is freedom am I right or is it the other way around, other way around yes so. <laughs> because my my freedom creates my happiness my freedom is yeah. my number one like it's my number one value I'm not and sure if anyone I'm not sure why say? <laughs> I'm no. just gonna say I'm not sure why but it's always been I don't like feeling stuck mm. Mm. Hence why now she's in Sydney, who is currently just going with the flow. And that was another big piece. Anyone listening right now, Steph navigated through force and flow. And what would be the piece of advice you give to anyone listening right now on how to embrace flow? Yeah, I think, again, going back to what I said earlier on, you already know what the right decision is. It's being okay with being uncomfortable because making a decision that's different to what you're currently doing is really uncomfortable because the second that you start thinking about, Oh, I could do this. I could do that. You then will automatically, your brain will start to again, keep you safe and start to go into the what ifs. What if this happens? What if that happens? And, you know, sometimes breaking out of that fear is what is going to create the flow for you. Because if you're so busy stuck in your head, knowing that you want to do these things, but you're not actually just embracing the fear and taking the action, you're going to feel stuck in the same place. You're going to continue to live in your head mm -hmm. and the creative side of you won't be able to come out because you're too busy using your capacity to mm -hmm. go through the what ifs. So whilst I think it's important sometimes to make like educated decisions and actually take time to think about things, sometimes it's, better option to just jump and know that you'll work it out. So for me to be able to create flow and to know that I can bring back that creative side of me where I can actually start to use my brain properly and focus on the positive things and the things that matter rather than worrying about things that I can't control or things that don't matter is to again, 
kind of put aside that logical part of me for a minute and decide how does this feel right now? Is this me being scared to make a move or Mm. is this me being scared to make a move, but I know it's going to be good for me. I think if you can separate the two and you can almost like step out of your body for a second and analyze a situation on how it makes you feel and why you might be feeling that way, that awareness is enough to get you to a place where again, you're so aligned that flow just happens. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not forced. If you're forcing things, you know, because automatically your body will shut itself over and you'll feel more stressed. You'll feel more anxious because you're just not in a place that you feel you should be in. And I don't know if you've heard over the last 60 seconds, I've said the word feel a lot. Yeah. That's something huge that I've learned is if it does not feel right, it's probably not. But a lot of people can't find their flow because they're also too busy worrying about the what ifs or the fear of what will happen if I do this. But honestly, the advice there is like, you don't know until you try and anyone who's ever done anything will tell you that they never expected to be where they are, but they, at some point they just had to jump. They just did. They had to jump. Like you would, you would be the same, you know, I can imagine moving from the fitness industry into what you're doing now, that would have been huge because it's a whole different world. It's like, I remember you saying to me the other day, it's like an old version of yourself dying. Yeah. And it is like that. And, you know, I am, I'm reading this book at the moment and um, I love neurology. I love the brain. I love science. I love all that sort of stuff. And something that people may not know, which I think is a really great thing to keep in the back of your mind is Um, Your body, your cells, your nervous system, everything regenerates every 11 months. Mm. So if you're worried about stepping into a new version of yourself, one thing that you need to remember, and I actually read this this morning, is that technically every 11 months you're a whole different person anyway because every cell in your body reproduces and changes. So the version of yourself that you're stuck being Yes physically is not even that version of you anymore. So you may as well move with it and actually change as your body is changing, your whole physiology, everything. Mm. And that's where I truly believe when people feel lost and confused, it's because they're not the person they are 11 or 12 months ago, but they're trying to become or trying to stay the same person when actual fact all they need to do is what you said perfectly was jump, embrace fear and flow and not force it. And yeah. so anyone listening, if you have been in a position of being in a PT position and you're scared to move forward or you're scared to do something new or you've very much like what Steph just openly spoke about, transitioned into this space that she's in now and she's about to transition again, all you have to do is what if you don't do it? What if you were think about every time you made a decision and the decision was not to go ahead, how that affected your life? And the thing that a lot of people get so fixated on is very much like what Steph said is like, what if it doesn't work out? Well, what if it does? So spend time every single day envisioning the person you want to be and act on it rather than thinking, feel into it and move forward, which Steph does honestly every single day. And that's why she's where she is now. And Steph, I have two questions left because I'm really, I'm all about 
while we're on the episode and I like to get people to say things that they may haven't done yet, but they're going to do it anyway. Right. Yeah. What's your next jump? Like what is the things that you know is about to fucking scare you? So people know, you know, you're working towards them. So this is huge. And, um, you hear it, you heard it here first, although you probably won't depending when this gets released. Um, so anyone who has been following my journey for a little while knows that I, whilst I've been really big on my business and I love what I do, I also had a goal personally of getting up on stage for the WBFF show. So I was prepping for that show in 2021 and we had the second wave of COVID hit and I was living in Sydney at the time. We went into massive lockdown and then the show was canceled three weeks out and that crushed me. Um, and then you know, two years later, 2022 came around and it was the October. So, you know, honestly, like 12 weeks ago, I started prepping for the show in April of 2023. Mm -hmm. Um, And going back to what I was just saying earlier about how, you know, you do change and you do shift and you're not the same person that you used to be. Something that I realized whilst I was through this prep and I knew probably only a month into the prep, but I ignored it for a while, again, out of fear, is that I almost felt like I had this unfinished business. I had this goal that I never got to a tick off because COVID hit and I missed my chance. So I almost felt like this unfinished business needed to be done. So I wanted to prep for this show and I got four weeks in or five weeks in and I had this weird thoughts start coming over me of like, I don't think I want to do this, but I've already invested so much time, you know, because you don't just go into a prep, you prep for the prep. I was in a building phase. I was posting about it all over social media. And I started having these thoughts of like, do I actually want to do this right now? And then I got through that thinking, no, I'm just scared. And then now we're technically 11 weeks out and I've just made the decision two days ago that I'm not going to do the show. And The reason for that is, again, the version of me that wanted to do the show two years ago when I missed my chance is not the version of me that I am now. My priorities have changed. My values have changed. The way that I see myself living has changed. And whilst it's scary to say because, you know, so many people know about it, it's not about everyone else. And I have to do what feels right for me. So I haven't announced it yet. I haven't said anything, um, but I've made the decision that it's not aligned with me and it wasn't aligned with how I was feeling. I was so unhappy doing it. And whilst it's sometimes okay to kind of push through the next 11 weeks, that's an 11 weeks of my life that I'm missing out on living because I'm too busy worrying about this goal that I don't really want. So within the packing the bags and coming down to Sydney, um, my vision for myself this year and something that I'm actioning now is I want to travel. I want to see the world. I my one of my values is experience this year for me is all about experience and freedom. And with that, now that I am in an online space, uh, you're going to be seeing me traveling a lot. Again, I'm not sure where I'm going or what I'm doing, but I know that that is truly what's lighting my soul on fire right now. Like it's electric, the feeling of knowing I can just get up and go. And I have 
done the work to put the resources in place to make that happen. Mm -hmm. So this year I'm going to be traveling a lot. I'm going to be keeping myself in a really good place with health and fitness. So obviously training, eating well, um, living my best life, running my business, just continuing to grow. And that is a massive shift. But again, it comes back to the fact that I knew that I wasn't doing what was making me happy at the time because everything felt off. So massive jump, massive change, something I've always wanted to do. So that's what I'm going to do. And now you've got the opportunity to do it, right, babe? Yeah. And a lot of people who, you know, focus on freedom, we still work like a fucking dog, sorry to swear, and we wonder why we're not happy and we're doing the same thing, hamster wheel, chasing our tail, trying to build the business. But in actual fact, you know, Steph is living the business and she's also being able to travel and do whatever she wants because she's always coming back to the alignment of, is this for me? Does this make me happy? Are my values in place? Am I really called to do this? And if this is not inspiring anyone out now listening to this, Steph Storo, who's 23, built her online business, about to hit 20K, travel the world, has two VAs, is about to skyrocket and hire more. You know, she's done all this with the conviction that she's still working from a place of pleasure and not pain. And a lot of us, when we start a business, it's from a place of pain, from a place of force, from a place of like, I better do this so I can make money for X, Y, and Z. But if you come back to your why and your vision and your purpose and mission and it's not aligned, you know within yourself that needs to change. Yeah. And I have to say as well, like one big shift for me in that regard, which I think a lot of people can relate to if they are currently in that place. Like I've been there. Everyone, every uh, business owner I'm sure has been there at some point of feeling like they have to work, 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 work and not do what they feel is right for them because they're too busy making sure that their clients are looked after or their, you know, um, work colleagues are looked after or their employees are looked after, which whilst that is so important and it is your responsibility, you know, one thing that I did notice for myself, which I'm sure a lot of people can relate to is if you are working, working, working and not doing it from a place of love and alignment, it's very easy to start seeing the negatives of everything And it's not a matter of if something goes wrong or if something um, doesn't go the way you want it to. It's a matter of when because life happens and things happen. And, you know, for example, a lot of coaches out there, you know, you're going to unfortunately have clients who cancel and more clients that come in. And you're going to have, you know, people who might have missed payments. You're going to have those stressful things. But if you're not working from a place of alignment and you're constantly working yourself into the ground, it's very easy to focus on those negative things and then everything else starts to seem like nothing's going right. Mm -hmm. When you're working from a place of alignment, it doesn't matter about those 1% of things that are actually so minor, but you might be spending all your energy focusing on because you're focusing on the bigger picture and what's actually happening that is so positive. And I found with myself that shift was huge because I was so busy focusing on those 1% of little negative things that might come about and then more of them started coming about because I was focusing on them and when you can make that shift you notice that things actually start working in your favor because you're in the right place I hope that Mm. makes sense Mm. no it does especially because I know those little one percenters and their thoughts that we focus more on and 
it just comes back to everything we've just really brought forward today is like the more you can really focus on the achievements, the reflections, the wins and gratitudes and coming back to knowing who you are, loving yourself and really thinking of the bigger purpose as what's, what we're here to do, which is to serve and inspire the money and everything else becomes a byproduct, which is what's happening now with Steph. The money has come. The traveling is coming. The freedom is there because she always knows she comes back to herself. And Steph, before we go, I always ask my guest speakers this one question. And it's basically because you've given so many amazing advices and so many beautiful moments as well. But if you were to give the keys to the queendom, you know, these are the keys for you to, you know, open up the doors and this is what you'd want them to have or learn or to take away, what would that be? So we're near at the end of the episode. I know I don't want it to end either. And I love you guys so much for tuning in every week and coming to this journey with me. But the good news is it doesn't have to end here. If you've gotten value from today, I have something really special I want to share with you. Now, most people are very dedicated to learning from podcasts or books, but when it comes to taking the action required to make these ambitions come true, they retreat back to their comfort zone and listen to another podcast. But I know that there is a small group of queens listening right now that are hungry for more. You want complete freedom over how you spend your time and money, and you want to be able to do it from anywhere in the world. I understand you. I was you. And now I have complete freedom over my time, location, and money. And I did it all with my social media blueprint. And if you are part of the group that takes action towards your dream life, I have included an exclusive link for you to jump on board below at 50% off. I appreciate you queens all so much. Now let's finish this one with a bang. Oh, 100% invest your yourself into someone who can help you you know even if it's for a short while because i i know i i know truly if i did not get the help required to build my business and someone to bounce ideas off and someone to show me how to bring my emotional state to life I would not be where I am. And I think especially for people who are wanting to transition from something, if you're not in tune with yourself, then you're really missing the mark because you're missing those signals that your body's trying to give to you and your mind's trying to give to you. So 100% investing yourself into someone who can help you and someone that you trust. Um, And then the only other thing would be if you're not, if you notice you are someone who's a bit closed off and maybe not open to learning about your brain and your body and your mind and how that all works and not investing into the education behind that, I think you're also missing the mark because awareness is the single most important thing that you can have. If you're not self-aware, then there's no way that you can learn or understand your surroundings, what's going on and what you actually desire and how to get there. The second you can become aware of your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, the way you talk to yourself, the way you react to things, like that is literally the keys. That is you putting yourself in a position where you can finally go, I get it now. I know who I am. I know how I do things, how I go about things and why things are happening for me the way that they are. And the second you're aware, you can start to change them. 
spoken like a true coach, which leads me to where can everyone find you, follow you? What's the next launch you want to plug in, babe? This is your space. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you can find me on Instagram as Coach Stephanie Renee. People always ask me if it's an F or a PH. So Coach Stephanie Renee with a PH. <laughs> um, that's the same for TikTok. Um, that's kind of the only places you can find me on socials. But I have um, my website, which is being redone as we speak. And all the links are in my bio on Instagram. Um, we currently have an amazing community of men and women, um, and we run uh, a few different options with training and nutrition. So as I said, I am a sports nutritionist as well. Um, mm. We're always looking on at, you know, expanding our team and finding people who are really aligned with the brand who want to make those changes and really want to become the best versions of themselves. You know, our coaching is not just training and nutrition. It's so much more than that because I understand how important it is to be in tune with yourself so that you can get to your goal. Um, so if you're interested and you want to follow my journey and you want to see all the amazing adventures that I go through this year, um, yeah, that's where you can find me. Thank you so much for being a part of Keys to the Queendom. And ladies and gents, again, this is the most potent and delicious as fuck episode I've had with my beautiful client, superstar Steph. Thank you so much for being here, my love. Thank you. And everyone else, be sure to subscribe, share, save, and even give a bit of a feedback to Steph and wish her some luck as she traverses through her freedom and journey. Thank you so much, beautiful girl. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys.